0: Hello. Welcome back to A Course in Miracles for Regular People. This is episode 20. I am Reverend Robin, and today we're going to go over section 5 of chapter 1, Wholeness and Spirit. I was just pre-reading some of this, and oh my gosh, this is going to be such a powerful lesson today. And we'll be right back and jump in right after we acknowledge our wonderful sponsor, Anchor. And we're back. So let's just jump into this. The miracle is much like the body in that both are learning aids for facil- facilitating a state in which they become unnecessary. When the spirit's original state of direct communication is reached, neither the body nor the miracle serves any purpose. While you believe you are in a body, however, you can choose between loveless and miraculous channels of expression. You can make an empty shell but you cannot express nothing at all. You can wait, delay, paralyze yourself, or reduce your creativity to almost nothing, but you cannot abolish it. You can destroy your medium of communication, but not your potential. You did not create yourself. Wow. Wow. Do you hear everything that is in that? The miracle and the body are learning aids to help us to come into a state where they are not necessary because. They are here to help us to get back to the original state of communication. That's what our body is for. That's what miracles are for. To bring us back to the original state of direct communication. Now, while we're in a body, we can choose between a loveless expression or a miraculous expression, channels of expression. When we're living in fear or anger, those are loveless channels of expression because the Bible says perfect love eliminates any reason for fear or you can choose the miraculous channel of expression, which is love. We can make an empty shell, that is the loveless expression, but we cannot express nothing at all because we were created, we exist. So we cannot express nothing. We can wait, delay, paralyze ourselves, or reduce our creativity to almost nothing. Again, that is the loveless channel of expressions. When we are expressing through this loveless channel of fear and anger and hatred and violence, We are reducing our creativity to almost nothing. But we cannot completely abolish our creativity because we are created as creative beings. We are creating our reality no matter which way we're looking at it. We are creating love and joy and peace and purpose or... We are creating fear and anger and anxiety and depression, but we cannot create nothing because we did not create ourselves. We are what we are. God created us the way we are, and we can muffle ourselves. We can shut ourselves down. But we cannot destroy our potential because our potential is there. Wow. And, you know, this kind of thing is the purpose of why I'm doing this. Because I know so deeply within me that all of this is true, that I am this beautiful, powerful, creative being that I can spread this love, that I can exist as love. I'm not there yet, but I know that that is what I am. I am still up until now, stuck in this expression of an empty shell of, of fear and anger and worry and anxiety, but that's not the real me. And I am studying this work, A Course in Miracles, because I want to really understand, internalize, comprehend, and share the truth of who we as human beings really are. So that's why I'm doing this podcast. Okay, so let's continue here. The basic decision of the miracle-minded is not to wait on time any longer than is necessary. Time can waste as well as be wasted. The miracle worker therefore accepts the time control factor gladly. He or she recognizes that every collapse of time brings everyone closer to the ultimate release from time in which the son and the father are one. Equality does not imply equality now. But when everyone recognizes that he or she has everything, individual contributions to the sonship will no longer be necessary. Mm. The basic decision of the miracle-minded is not to wait on time any longer than is necessary. And we talked about time previously as time being a tool also to bring us to a place where we don't need it anymore. So this is saying that time can waste as well as be wasted. If we are sitting around and just worrying about our problems or worrying about the state of the world or being angry with someone for something that they did, or being fearful of what might happen to us or to one of our loved ones or to the world as a whole. That is wasting time. And at the same time, time can waste. I think it means time can waste our potential. Because if we're not using time to learn as it as it's a tool to learn then time is wasting us because we're not using the tool of time appropriately the miracle worker therefore accepts time control factor gladly when as we are growing and learning and beginning to understand who we are and we become miracle workers then we can accept the time it's time hyphen control not time control but time and control that factor we we will accept that factor gladly and use time the way that it is intended to be used to learn to grow And we understand that while we're using the tool of time, the tool of our bodies and the tool of the miracles themselves to grow into who we really are, to really grow into the knowledge and the recognition. So when we recognize that every collapse of time brings everyone closer to the ultimate reason from time in which the Son and the Father are one. So when we recognize the miracles, that they collapse time, that we, we bring ourselves and everyone closer, when we recognize that to the ultimate release from time in which the Son and the Father are one, The release from time, when we are released from time, it will be because we are recognizing that we are, we are realizing, we are receiving the revelation that we are one with the Father. Equality does not imply equality now. Because now we have not yet reached a place of fully grasping mm, the connection that we have with the Father but that does not mean that we are not equal we are equal because we are created of God so when everyone recognizes that we have everything we don't We don't have to give individual contributions because it will no longer be necessary because we all will have the realization that we all are one and that we all have everything. Okay, so moving on to the next paragraph. When the atonement has been completed all talents will be shared by all of God's sons. God is not partial. All his children have his total love and all his gifts are freely given to everyone alike. The phrase, except ye become as little children, means that unless you fully recognize your complete dependence on God, you cannot know the real power of the son in his true relationship with the father. The specialness of God's sons does not stem from exclusion, but from inclusion. All my brothers are special, Jesus said. If they believe they are deprived of anything, their perception becomes distorted. When this occurs, the whole family of God or the sonship, is impaired in its relationships. When the atonement has been completed, all talents will be shared by all the sons of God. When that happens, we all are included in the specialness of God's sons. And we all will have all of God's gifts God has given all of us all of his gifts we have not yet grown to a place that we recognize that we are all one one with each other one with God there's an old song that we used to sing at at church years ago We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. We are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. And they'll know we are Christians by our love, by our love. And they'll know we are Christians by our love. When we have that love, when we understand that oneness, then there is no competition or fear or anger or any of that mess we just know that we are the love of God and when we come to that place that is the atonement understanding that we are one that we are love that we all have all of God's love that we each have all of God's love and that his gifts are freely given to everyone alike. And then we become as little children, meaning we recognize that we exist because God created us. And everything that we have, we have because God has given. Spiritual gifts. Talents. Um, ideas. And all of these things can lead to the material possessions that we think that we need and want, and in this material life we do. But, so if we believe that we are deprived of anything, then our perception becomes distorted. And when this occurs, the whole family of God, or the sonship, is impaired in its relationships. So, The struggles in our relationships stem from not believing that we all have everything. If we feel like we are deprived of something, then we are going to try to get it from someone else. And when we try to get things from others... It really distorts our relationships. I think that maybe this is enough for today. I was going to do the rest of this section. We're about halfway through it. But I like to keep the podcasts short enough to receive benefit and to remember the beginning at the end. So I always encourage everyone who listens to take some time and ponder what we discussed today. What did you learn from it? What did you receive from it? How does this impact your life? So I think that that is it. So many blessings, namaste.